You're listening to Spirited Spirits, a spooky-centric podcast where we enjoy a spirit while we talk about spirits. Thanks so much for joining us. If you listened to our first episode, then you know I'm Steph. And I'm Drew. We're again hanging out in our basement bar recording this, our second episode. That's right. And for the second episode, we decided to talk about a Kentucky location that has been deemed one of the most haunted places on earth. Can you guess what it is? I'll give you a hint. It has a body shoot. Any guesses? Bueller. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's right. It's the infamous Waverly Hills Sanatorium. I don't know if you guessed that or not, but I'm assuming you did. We've actually been there. And we can't wait to share our experience with all of you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But first, we wanted to let you know what we're sipping on tonight. We have created a custom cocktail that we're calling the Waverly Wraith. It's made of gin, lemon juice, simple syrup, creme de violette, or violet, and champagne. The recipe is now up on our Instagram at Spirited Spirits. If you'd like to um, make one for yourself while you're listening to our podcast, it's actually at Spirited underscore Spirits underscore podcast on Instagram. Yeah, let's make sure we have the right tag. (laughs) (laughs) So check on there for the recipe so you can make one while you're listening. It's it's a ghostly gray. So it looks, it it, it definitely is a spooky looking cloudy. It's cloudy. Um, It's a little sweeter on my palate than yeah. usual for well, me. Well, you like bourbon. I like bourbon. I like I think I like things like, you know, <laughs> just kind of straight and narrow, yeah. you know, on yeah. on on the drink, but um we had to do something different. It's still tasty. It's a tasty drink. Yeah. I'm just I I just I think this is one of those ones that if you drank more you could than get, two, probably get a little drunk. You could get a little drunk, which if that's right. if you're wanting it's to, Friday night. that's fine. It's well, Friday it's Saturday night. night now when they're probably listening to this. Oh, maybe. yeah, that's true. It's a weekend. It's the weekend. It's five o'clock somewhere. Okay, so real quick, I'm going to give a very brief overview of Waverly Hills. I feel like most people have probably heard of Waverly because they've watched paranormal investigative shows um, or see one of the most haunted places on earth or whatever. Like, they know the gist of Waverly. Those shows are fun. And sometimes it's more, it's fun just because you know that they're faking everything. Well, I mean, they definitely, like, help things happen. They right? help, they, they, yeah. They, ghost, like, encourage. If you, watch, if you watch Ghost Adventures, Ghost Bros. Shh, babe. I mean. <laughs> I like watching Ghost Bros. Anyway. But, so just in case you're not familiar with Waverly Hills, here's the history. It's located in Louisville, Kentucky. Waverly Hills Sanatorium first opened in 1910 as a two-story hospital to accommodate a small number of tuberculosis patients. The infamous five-story Gothic-style building that you've likely seen, and which still stands today, opened in 1926. In its heyday, it could accommodate more than 400 tuberculosis patients. Now, tuberculosis, also known as TB, the white plague, or consumption, is a highly infectious bacterial infection that weakens a person's immune system and slowly eats away at their lungs. You've probably seen movies where a person starts to cough up blood into like a handkerchief. 
mm-hmm. and you know they're sick. Yeah. They're going to die. I'm thinking of Satine in uh, Moulin Rouge. Or uh, Doc Holliday in mm-hmm. Tombstone. Right. I'm your, I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> the movie's awesome. But it, it, really, it really was an awful disease. Oh, yeah. It was terrible. So, according to an online Harvard Library article I found, it was the cause of more deaths in industrialized countries than any other disease in the 19th and 20th centuries. In fact, the article goes on to say that by the 19th century, 70 to 90% of the urban populations of Europe and North America were infected with tuberculosis bacillus. And about 80% of those individuals who developed active tuberculosis died from it that's a lot of people yeah that's a lot of people yeah it was and apparently it was really bad in kentucky for whatever reason right so that's why waverly was open it was it was meant to give patients a place where they could quarantine rest and breathe fresh air because they have those open balconies yeah we we've got We've got some good fresh air in Kentucky. Yeah, right, right. But that was said to be the best treatment for those who are afflicted with TB. But in severe cases, the medical staff would perform groundbreaking, but truly, truly, I, I can't emphasize this enough, horrific treatments on patients. Now, I'm not going to dive too much into the medical stuff. That's really not my thing. But I will tell you that I found stories explaining that they would open, cut open, a person's chest and either deflate or inflate their lungs or even remove ribs to help alleviate or cure TB. Yikes. Yeah. Um, And for those patients whose TB had infected their brain and their central nervous system, nervous system, they used electroshock therapy on them. Oh, like e- so ECT. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like that that's actually used still nowadays yeah. for severe depression. Um like it, and it's out. it's one of those things where and I I've, I've seen it done which is it's freaky. Um it's one of those Remember Drew's a social worker background. Therapist, therapist background. Yeah. Um so it's one of those things where if everything else fails it's kind of like the last resort thing on the table and again like it was it was back when i was in also in, i mean it was when i was in grad school last i saw this um but it's like you know if cognitive cognitive behavioral therapy doesn't work medication doesn't work mm-hmm. um and there's like just severe suicidal ideations and those type of things then, then they kind of say okay like let's try this and that's right let's just shock the shit out of them see what happens i mean it's effective is it really yeah it's pretty effective well is the person still mentally there um no i i I can't i can't answer that because i i I don't want to say anything like that i I don't know like truly it just seems detrimental to me to like right but i think i think it's and i and it's again it's one of those situations where it's the most severe cases and i mean um, well, I guess that's the patient what it was that, in the, this case the, too. I, yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah. So, um, but I, I, th- I believe it does work. Okay. Well, I so, don't think it worked with TB. Mm, <laughs> I don't think it I worked with TB. But anyway, so Waverly closed in 1961 after an antibiotic was discovered to treat TB and a vaccine was mm-hmm. developed. The building was renovated and it was reopened just a year later in 1962 
as a nursing home known as Woodhaven Medical Services. But it was actually closed by the state just 19 years later. So the building is currently owned by Tina and Charlie Mattingly, who purchased it in 2001, and they have been re renovating it while also offering ghost tours and an annual Halloween attraction to help raise funds. And speaking of which... Oh, no. The first time, the oh, very no. first time we ever went to Waverly was for the haunted house. And I remember driving up that long road leading up the hill and there was the dark imposing Did, brick building. Wait. Hold on. And it emerged from the woods and it was super spooky. And I remember being terrified because I will go investigate an actual haunted place. But you give me a fake haunted place with people who jump out at you. I, no, I'm a wimp when it comes to that. No, mm -mm. I can't I, do it. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm a wimp when it comes to that stuff too. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. Yeah, you are. Because <laughs> I remember that there was a creepy ass dude who was following us and you pushed me out of the way so that you could go first through the opening into another room. Look, man. I was so pissed at you. Look, man, it's every man for himself. No, I was your <laughs> freaking fiance or something of that i don't know maybe we we're just still dating but i don't give a shit you protect your girl you <laughs> at that point it's every man for himself oh whatever anyway so, anyway know, so i knew you weren't gonna die what how do you know it could have been a serial killer that do that do they do background checks i don't know that do you know that i'm sure they do no i doubt it i'm sure they do i doubt it anyway <laughs> so we've actually been to waverly twice so the second time was part of a Halloween paranormal tour. And we'll talk more, a little bit more about that experience because we have some more information about that. But first, I wanted to give our listeners a little bit of information about some of the most infamous or, you know, the most famous, I don't know, infamous ghost stories that are tied to the building. So to begin, one location that seems to have a lot of activity is the body chute. Right? So we, we talked about that, the death tunnel. Allegedly, the tunnel was first used to bring supplies up the hill. Right. All right? Because it is quite a hill to have to, like, drive up. And you know, at that right. point, I don't even... Well, anyway. And well, and Waverly was its own, like, self-sufficient place to community, where... Community, right. Yeah, it was a community to where if you were going to Waverly, even as, like, a nurse or a doctor... You, you were going there you, to stay. You weren't leaving. And right. so, I mean, they had, like, the garden. They had schools for kids. I think they had their own water supply. They had their own, yeah, their own water supply. Mm -hmm. So this was its own community almost because they didn't want to infect the other, community. Like the other outside. people. In, the, yeah, yeah, like the community of Kentucky and, and, mm -hmm. and further Right, on. so they just kept people quarantined, right? Right. We should know about quarantine now, two years into a pandemic. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, so anyway, so the body chute was used to bring supplies up the hill, but soon it served another purpose, disposing of corpses discreetly in an effort to keep up patient morale. See, they didn't want the patients right. who were, who were suffering from TB to see how many people were dying daily from this evil disease. And I get that. I think if like, if you think of you know, the body holistically and say, okay, you're fighting this terrible disease mm -hmm. that's killing numerous people, like right. 80% of people. Right. And if you're seeing like all these people getting wheeled out, right. like the bodies and stuff, you're, you're not going to have the ability to even try to fight right. that disease. It, yeah. And so I think 
that was a good move mm-hmm. on their part to do that. And, not but, <laughs> and it also provides one of the creepiest places yes. on earth right? <laughs> where things happen because so many people, were... people and souls were pushed out through that body shoot. Right. Through so, that cement. Yeah. Through 500 that, feet 500 long. feet. And it's long, guys. Yeah. It's, 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 it's creepy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so. So, and, okay, so we were, we kind of watched a couple TV shows and preparing for this, and there were several paranormal investigators who explored the tunnel, and they heard creepy sounds, um, they saw strange, unexplained lights, um, and again, it's a 500 long cement chute. It's a long ass chute. Yeah, and I mean, anyway, we'll go a little bit more into that, uh, briefly in our, um, experience at Waverly, but... Real quick, going back to the main building, um, each floor seems to have some type of activity associated with it. Shadow people are said to roam the halls, and not just at night. I mean, people are seeing shadow figures even during the day. Um, So, starting from the bottom, on the first floor, where the morgue is located, the autopsy tables are still there, and you can see... The stained blood in the grooves along the edges of the tables where blood would flow out of the corpses when they were doing autopsies. Right. Like, you can still see that. Um, And people have claimed to hear clanging sounds, and they've experienced strange smells there on the first floor. So, um, that's interesting. Now, I couldn't find really anything on the second floor. Like, there just wasn't a lot. But the third floor is allegedly haunted by the spirit of a homeless man and his dog who fell or in some stories they were pushed to their death down an elevator shaft and owner tina mattingly has even told a paranormal investigator that she saw an apparition of the dog oh no a phantom pup a phantom pup a phantom pup so um so even she has seen it but on the second or also on the third floor, forgive me, also on the third floor, Timmy, the spirit of a young boy who's said to have died in the children's ward while at Waverly, um, he likes to play with a blue rubber ball, which we will also talk about during our experience yeah, at Waverly. Keep that in mind, man. Keep that in mind. <laughs> so, so real quick, just a little bit of history, because so many people were being brought in to Waverly to be treated for TB, a lot of times their children didn't have anywhere to go or their children had contracted TB from the adult. And so they had to also be treated. And so there was a children's ward there at Waverly. And so Timmy is said to be one of those children who died there. Um, And some paranormal investigators will bring him a ball or something. Or a toy. Or a toy. I I, I think I've seen like people bring them like, but and I think the ball is like the that. main the, thing. The ball is the main thing. Because he's yeah. said to move the ball. Like, he'll bounce the ball down the hallway. Um, but we'll talk a little bit more about that in just a second. So, the fourth floor, which is where the operating rooms were located, and also some of the patient rooms, um, it seems to have the darkest energy, and I don't know why, but it's said to be haunted by the ghost of a doctor, the ghost of a nurse, and something called the Creeper. No, fuck that. <laughs> but wait, wait for it. No, I don't, I, don't, it. I don't like the name. This thing, the Creeper, 
which has been described as a dark, shadowy entity. It likes to crawl on all fours. What? Along, yes, all fours along the floor, up the walls, and across the ceiling. Nope. That sounds like... That sounds and it can like, probably drop down no, on your head That sounds uh, while you're walking Listeners, past. I don't know if you play video games, but that sounds like a liquor from Resident <laughs> Evil 2. Resident Evil. And those things scared me as a child. And yeah, so well, that... No, fuck that. We're out. We're done. That's that what point. the creeper does. It likes to <laughs> crawl on walls. It also apparently likes to scratch. Oh, fuck that. Bite. Mm, yep. Yeah, no. And even mimic. Mimic? Yes. There's, there's also been, I, I. Like D and D. There's also no. There's been <laughs> doppelganger, like what? where you've seen people who aren't, weren't really there, or people who were in a different room, but you saw them in one room. Yeah. And that's a creeper. Apparently, allegedly. Nope. There's some mimicking shit going on. Nope. I'm sorry. That sounds like a fucking demon. Fuck a demon. It's a demon. It's a demon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and lastly, the fifth floor. Is said to have there. So there's two suicides that are associated with room 502, which, which is ironic because that's our 502 area code. is our area code in so. Louisville. Whatever. Anyway, but according to legend, a nurse named Mary hung herself after she learned that she was pregnant. But there are rumors that this suicide was fate, and she was actually killed during a botched abortion because she actually got pregnant from one of the doctors who worked there and he had been married nope scandalous and another nurse apparently jumped or was pushed off the balcony of the fifth floor so people have claimed to see a nurse in uniform peeking around the corner or walking down the hallway of the fifth floor additionally some investigators have also claimed to feel sick for whatever reason while they're walking around the fifth floor why would so, you feel sick? Well, I guess uh, TB symptoms or, or well, pregnancy. Yeah, I mean, that's, that was the thing that I was thinking of was the fact that maybe possibly... Pregnancy symptoms. Yeah, pregnancy symptoms. Like the idea of, of the, the nurse being being pregnant and then, you know, has, has an abortion, a botched abortion, which she ended up dying mm-hmm. and then, or even if she committed suicide which i can't imagine i don't know i don't know uh, but um so my, my thought is is that okay botch abortion they staged it as a suicide mm-hmm. so then she's like to help people understand understand what she, through, what she went through they start to feel sick they feel sick but it's pregnancy symptoms like I mean, morning I sickness and those type of things yeah i don't know I mean, if energy is is trying to tell you a story, then that that would be, Could be. the thought process. Very smart, babe. I don't know. So, okay. Well, anyway, that's the gist of Waverly Hills um, and the his, the history, the ghost stories. Um, so now we want to talk a little bit about our experience, right? Investigating mm. Waverly early Halloween morning, two thousand eight. Two thousand eight, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're old yeah, it's really a long time ago it was before we were married but okay um so i'm gonna let drew take over this part because he's really the reason why we even got to go to waverly in the first place so take it away drew <laughs> don't ever don't ever do that whatever okay so in 2008 i was in my first year of grad school 
And a local radio station was having a contest around Halloween that if you solved a number of puzzles and ciphers, you would be put into a drawing to win two tickets to Waverly for a special investigation on Halloween morning. Mm-hmm. Um, now, something that you folks may not know about me, I love puzzles. I love ciphers. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So in between grad school assignments in the library, I was solving these puzzles um, and got them all right because, you know, you're that good. Yeah, your boy is your boy is Sherlock. Uh, <laughs> um, Does that make me Watson? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> and so then we were put into into the drawing, and soon after we got an email, right, letting us know that we were chosen to attend. The I event. was so fucking excited! Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, I, I think you liked that better than like when we got married. <laughs> no, they were about equal. Okay. Um. So so <laughs> I I told my professor of my 8 a.m. class like hey look like I have an A in your class I'm gonna be late coming in because I'm gonna be hunting ghosts with my fiance at Waverly on a Halloween morning at like five o'clock in the morning um so she was very she was very cool with it um she just wanted me to bring in pictures yeah and I was real quick I was working at the Courier Journal which is a newspaper in Louisville Kentucky and um I remember telling my boss I was like hey so I'm going to go hunt some ghosts at like 5 in the morning on Halloween morning. So I may be a little late to work. And I remember he was like, sure, that's okay. Go for it. I should also mention <laughs> that as you're getting to know Stephanie and I, um, we we also bought Ghostbusters shirts at Target. We sure did. And we did. wore the fuck out of those to We sure did. Because we're that couple and we're going to dork out at the most. Because I ain't afraid no ghosts. Yep, there it is. okay so uh we also we brought cameras uh i had a video camera Mm -hmm. i had a auto recorder i had the video camera you had you had the video camera yeah you had the uh still camera right and so we had a ton of charged batteries Mm -hmm. um because we knew from watching these paranormal shows that your batteries will die your batteries will die Mm -hmm. um so we arrived to waverly really early Mm -hmm. i would say probably around 4 30 or 5 in the morning Mm -hmm. because there were numerous winners um so they had to split us up into separate tour groups right so they had complimentary donuts and coffee which was really nice that was really nice but we really just mainly wanted the coffee right i downed a coffee i just were so tired i don't know if anybody is listening has been to grad school or anything but it's one Coffee is one of those things where... I, and I didn't like coffee until... He did not like coffee. I used to try and get him to drink coffee. And it wasn't until he went to grad school. And then he was like, I guess I'll have some coffee now. And then I was like downing red eyes. <laughs> so so the thing is, though, is like I, I downed this coffee. Um, but also, I, I wanted to see the ghost. Right. Um, we were excited. Right. So we started our tour. Um, the guide talking about the history that Steph had yeah. just discussed. Mm-hmm snapping pictures and all that stuff and my camera dies right pretty much as soon as we get into the immediately building. like immediately as we get into the building um but hey no worries i have extra batteries shove another battery in right um, again spirits are are they draw their energy from electronics so a lot of times your batteries will die very quickly because they're trying to use that that energy i guess from the electronics right. to to be able to produce some type of activity Right. Allegedly. Go so, ahead. So we're 
going up the stairs, um, as we go to the fourth floor, which Steph had talked about earlier about the creeper, mm-hmm. um, the door was locked, which was odd because we'd already been able to go on like the second and third floor. Yeah, I remember walking quite a bit. And I asked, we asked the guy, like, why, why can't we go on that floor? Um, and so he said that a local TV crew had been there earlier filming a segment and, quote, something pulled the reporter's hair. Yeah, the fucking creeper did. So there is too much activity going on that floor right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, let me investigate the no. floor, man. That's no. why I'm here. No. At this point. like, like No, that's... I don't want the creeper pulling my fucking hair. No. But that's no. that's why we're here. But I don't care. I, you don't <laughs> have long hair. He's not gonna pull your hair. You had it. You had it in a ponytail. It'd have been fine. But <laughs> no. <laughs> so, um, so at at this point, my camera died again. <laughs> right. Along with the recorder, and so I had to shove more batteries in. Again, prepared Boy Scouts. Right. Hashtag Boy Scouts. Whatever. So then we went up to the fifth floor. Yeah, so we were walking up to the fifth floor. Um, the guide was, you know, discussing the infamous 502 doorway mm-hmm. where there's hung herself. And then he started talking about Timmy, the ghost, and how much he liked toys, balls, all that stuff. Um, so we were walking around and taking pictures of the rooms. And then there was this medium-sized dusty blue ball that had a dent on one side in the corner of one of the rooms of this floor. We got a picture of it too, but I but I remember there was a couple of women um in our tour group and they claimed that they heard the ball bounce. Right. Right? But th- but we didn't hear that, we didn't see it. We just saw the ball lying there and it was it was so deflated. I don't know how that thing could have bounced. <laughs> right. Like that's the thing when I said like there was a dent in it. I mean this thing, I mean, it's like it's it deflatable. Was, I mean, you, you it, could, it, would, it wouldn't be able to bounce. So, yeah, keep that ball in mind as we continue through our experience here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, after that, we went downstairs and we headed to the death tunnel. Now, if you haven't actually stepped foot in the death tunnel, let me tell you, the feeling is overwhelming. It's extremely dark. Mm-hmm. The tunnel goes on for what seems like forever, and it's unearthly quiet mm-hmm. i walked a few steps down and had my camera out and again battery died again right um, so i had one charged battery left no more for the audio recorder that was done pushed the battery into you know the camera and got the fuck out of there because this is starting to creep me out a little yeah bit. i mean the whole building itself i mean the body shoot was obviously very creepy and had this like um heaviness but the whole building had this electricity this energy that like i've only ever felt um when we went to the catacombs which maybe we should we should do an episode on oh yeah we should do an episode the paris on the we went yeah. to paris for our honeymoon and the catacombs that's the only other place i've ever felt that electric energy where the hair on my arms just kind of stood up straight there's just like so you, much. You just felt like something was there. Yeah, right. yeah. There was this this energy there that that's unexplainable unless you've actually experienced it. So anyway, go ahead. So after we left 
the death tunnel or the or the body shoot. Um, we walked back, you know, the guard, the guide, like walked us back to where there was coffee and donuts, and mm-hmm. I definitely took a donut at that point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, and so then we got actually got to talk to the radio hosts, mm-hmm. um, and shared pictures we had taken, you know, said thank you, mm-hmm. um, and started to leave. Mm-hmm. So the sun was slowly coming up over the horizon, and the parking lot was barely lit. Right, because the building's so tall, it kind of blocks right. everything anyway. And, and so we walked to the car, and we got in. Mm-hmm. Now, remember that ball I told you about earlier? Right. I turned the key mm-hmm. to start my Honda Civic, turned the lights on, because, again, it was pretty dark in the parking lot. And there in front of the car, straight ahead was the dusty blue ball with the deflated dent. Directly in front of our car. (laughs) Now, audience, let me tell you. This freaked me the fuck out. The side where the ball, where we found the ball the first time, um, on the fifth floor, was the opposite side of the sanatorium. Right, because the building itself has been described as, like, bat wings. Right. So, like... The opposite side of the building is like on the other bat wing. Right. <laughs> like if we're, right. we're on one side of the bat wing, it's on. Then it's on the other it's on side. It's on bat wing B. Bat wing B. So I looked up and there was like because I first thought okay like someone maybe threw the maybe ball somebody out the threw window. the ball out the window or yeah. something like that. So I looked up and there was no window where someone could have thrown it out. Right. And we were also one of the first tours, and one of the first people to leave because I had to get to class. Like I couldn't just hang around. Right. Um, the fact that this ball was in front of our car when we were leaving, I can't explain that. Right. Right. I I can't either because, you know, to be clear, there was no ball there. There was no ball in front of our car when we initially parked at like five in the morning. Right. We would have seen it. You had your headlights on. When we parked, we would have seen a ball in front of your car. It was not there. So... Yeah, I mean, who 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 would have put the ball there? Like, right? Who would who would have and why us? Like, why would someone just be like, I'm gonna fuck with our couple? I'm gonna put the blue ball well, in front of their car. It just yeah, it, and it there was freaks numerous, us out. And there was numerous cars in the parking lot, and so like again, like I told, I said in the last podcast, I try to like rule out everything else before right. we go on the ghost train, right? And so. Again, like it was right in front of a car. Like if, if you all had had seen this, like I turned on my lights and it was not maybe a foot or two in front of us. Right. It was just where, enough, where, to enough to where you could see it in the in the in the light of the. Yeah, it was visible. Yeah. And if it freaked us out to where I said to Steph, like, do I run it over? Do I pick it up? Do I take it with us? <laughs> like, what do I do in this situation? Because I've never been in this situation before. Right. Um. So. Yeah, yeah, it was terrifying. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I and I still feel like, because I think I told you I was like, just fucking drive, just go. So and so also, I still she... feel like something, <laughs> something came home with us. And I mean, we we weren't even so we Andrew, you know, Drew and I weren't living together at that point. Okay, um, but we went to a Halloween party that night at a friend's house, and we were all dressed up and taking photos, and you know. And in a lot of the photos, there were these orbs, and they were fairly solid looking. And look, I'm I'm very 
very skeptical of orb photos. Like I think a lot of times they're probably just dust right. or or bugs. Like <laughs> I mean, seriously. But some of these orbs, they seem to have faces. Like they were solid or they had like faces embedded in them. And I realized, look, I get psycho psychologically our brains look for patterns or images in inanimate objects. What, uh, what's it called? Pareidolia. Pareidolia. Okay. Right. That's it. Okay. So all I know is I got that I got this sense that something was with us for a little bit. I don't think I don't think it was with us for long, but I definitely felt that that presence that night. Maybe like, it was Timmy. Maybe. I mean, I just feel like. Something was with us for a little while. Uh, it lingered. That's the only thing I can think. Like, my intuition says it lingered. Right. Lingered with us. Um, and maybe because it was Halloween night, and that's when the dead are free to roam the earth. <laughs> I don't know. But, so, um, but, but the thing is, though, is also with Waverly and, and the way... What this building has been known for for so long is it, it's a very spooky place and it does right. evoke like emotions and feelings and stuff like that because you right. go into at night and it's it's this huge like behemoth of yeah. a building. It's almost and like oppressive. It's, like it's yeah, an oppressive building. But the thing is though is that I'm sure uh, like hold on it's like I'm sure there's stuff that has happened. Mm -hmm. There has been like evidence of yes. things happening yes. and i think people go with the pure intent of finding something and that if they don't find something it's a wasted trip so they automatically feel like something's happened but with me like so what is that called were they in like um they're like, they're like, they're like yeah, like they will have it, like they manifest it. Like they, they manifest Yeah, they almost like okay. manifest it into happening. Um, or, or, you know, manifest something that they, that's not real, but like they have, have, you know. They go in with the intention of seeing something. And, and so they're going to see, they something. see something. Yeah. So, but the thing is though, is like when I went in, because again, I, I don't. You're more logical. I'm more logical and I feel like I, I don't try to go the ghost train, like the first time but i can't explain the ball right i can't explain that because it, it goes i was taking pictures i saw the ball on the fifth floor i took you know a picture and of I it and like... then and then but then it's like outside of our car right and it's the same fucking ball <laughs> like... but like i went in thinking something spooky is going to happen and i was actually disappointed that not more the right. things didn't happen more than I would like, I I wanted more things to happen than actually happened. I but see so, that's and that's the other thing too is like there's uh, this like there there's this balancing out of like um people who believe and people who don't and therefore um I wanted more you got a little bit more than what you were expecting and so like right it bounces out a little bit yeah it's like i wanted i wanted to like yes i felt it was spooky yes there was definitely some weird things that happened the ball thing was creepy but i wanted more i wanted more things to happen but i also have to understand that like there were tour groups going through every right. 15 minutes and, right. or something and it was so, one of those, it was one of those situations where they were just like 
Right, bootness in and out. Bootness in and out. So, so how much can I really expect? If I don't have the place to myself to really investigate and let it breathe a little bit, right? Because I think that's the other thing too. Is like this place is super creepy, and it's like it's just got all this energy. I mean, imagine that's your home. That is your home. Like you're sick with TB, and that is where you live, and and you have nowhere else to go, and that's the last memory you have, and then you die, and you're you're left there or i don't know it's just it there's it's definitely i do think that there's um imprints that are left on places yeah, there's, there's whispers i think yeah. i think that's the other thing too is like it's the amount of people that have died there it, it, it would be folly of me to say nothing could like manifest Possibly. like manifest mm-hmm. itself there mm-hmm. i think that's a that's a situation where it's like there has to be something right and and again i can't explain the ball <laughs> i go back to that every time because i've i even preparing for this episode of the podcast like i, I was like okay uh, here's the ball situation going through the, the sequence of events is there any way that i can logically explain, explain what happens yeah and there's, I mean, I, there's I don't, nothing. I don't, I don't know. Unless someone's unless somebody, just like, I'm going somebody, to fuck with this couple. Unless, yeah, unless somebody was like, this like, couple, we have 50 of these balls and we just put yeah. them in front of people's cars. Or, I don't know why. <laughs> well, what's that accent? I don't know. I don't know, but you sound like <laughs> the, the girl from Inventiana. <laughs> <laughs> like, this, ball, this ball is not This good. ball is not a good... It is not wealthy. I don't like it. I don't know. I don't know. We haven't even seen that. Whatever. I've just seen like TikToks and like reels of people playing. <laughs> anyway, so okay, okay. Reel it in now, babe. Yeah, reel it okay. in. Okay. So if you have had listeners, hello, we're talking to you now. If you've had a spooky paranormal experience, especially if you've had an experience at Waverly, like you were visiting Waverly and something happened and you want to share it with us. We would love to know about yes, it. Yes, but please, like, and the thing is though, is like, again, this is a hobby for us, but we love talking about this stuff. Yes. We want to talk about it with you. We want like, to talk just, about it. We want to share, like, let's, let's be in this together. Yeah. Send, send us <laughs> an email and just say like, email hey, look, us. Like, this, this happened to me. Even if it was not a wave really. Like, yeah. Any type of spooky paranormal experience, we want to hear about it. So email us at contactspiritedspirits at gmail.com. Again, that's contactspiritedspirits at gmail.com you can also follow us on twitter at spirited spirits and also on instagram at spirited underscore spirits underscore podcast and um we'll also post some of our pictures from our experience now remember it's 2008 we took these photos on a camera they've been compressed oh man they're great they're They're great they're super (laughs) blurry i apologize for that but we're going to post some of those photos, see what you think. There's some orbs. Again, could be dust because Waverly is filthy. But <laughs> take a look and see what you think. Let us know. We'd love for you to comment on the photos. Um, and again, thanks for listening. Yeah, but yeah, thanks for listening. And we hope you will continue to uh, join us every week as we sip on spirits and talk about spirits. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>